The wind howls through the thick branches that groan and bend to bits beneath the blades of the ship. The weather turned sour just as the tall shank came into sight. The engine dies down as the windy waves of the rustling treetops slowly push the ship into dock. As you and the crew finish tying down the ship to port, the dockmaster strolls over and the captain takes care of the rest. You walk across the metal dock into the belly of the giant sequoia tree. The smell of redwood is as fresh as it is inviting. Entering into the massive tree, you look up and behold the wonder within. You see large swaths of lumber, massive chunks of scrap metal, and thick ropes tightly bundled together, all working in harmony to create a living, vertical city inside this ancient giant. You climb up through the tangle of rope to the third level, nearly 600 feet above the docks. You and all your crewmates enter into a dimly lit crevice carved out from a massive knot of wood. Inside, the smell of brew and warm bristle welcomes you back onto solid land. You, a man, an ancient species, sits beside the door. He makes eye contact with you and waves you over. Your crew is already at the bar, drowning out the world with amber froth. Against your better judgment, you go to the man. His form is covered in a canvas shroud, but now that you are closer, you can see his skin is the color of walnut and inked with a map of the stars. His body is frail and weak, his eyes are milky white. He looks to you and says, If you could wish for anything, anything in the world, what would you wish for? Omnipotence. The answer falls out of you like a weight unchained. The man smiles. A race begins tomorrow, he says. You should enter. We're here. We did it. We're recording. We're finally at a table. We've got the microphone set up. Everybody's mic'd up. Jimmy's about to leave. We're so excited. Yeah, I should probably head out too. <laughs> I have four minutes and 13 seconds. <laughs> Uh, sitting at the table with me, I have Dylan Ballardinelli, uh, Jimmy Marino, Will Mercer, yes. Sam Gulo, and Michael Thomas Grant. And of course me, Joe Prada, your DM. Just, you know who I am. <laughs> we are going to be playing a fun game that has just come out. It is called Wild Sea. That is going to be the game of our next season. Everyone at the table, we've talked about Wild Sea, we've explored Wild Sea, we all have some characters in mind for Wild Sea, what the game is going to be, what our story is going to be about. But we're not going to talk a single word about that tonight. Instead, we're going to be doing some word, word, world building. Also word, word building. Word building. It's going to yeah. be word building. We're going to do our talking. own Webster's. This is, we're going to make our own dictionary, but it's going to be for the game. The game that we're going to be playing tonight is going to be called Microscope. Um, it is by a wonderful human being by the name of Ben Robbins. Uh, I love this game. I've played it a lot with uh, my own private tables uh, with some players, and they absolutely loved it. Truth be told, this is going to be my third time playing it. I know you've played it before? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You and Will have played it before, Dylan yes. and Will. Yep. And I'm excited to have somebody who has played it before, because it's going to be a lot easier to explain. Sure, yeah. That's what you think. So. <laughs> uh, I did say I'd have to leave in four minutes and 13 Gosh. seconds, and it is uh, now four minutes and 13 seconds. So I'm going to head out. That bit is not going to work for you at home, because this has been edited. But for those at the table, uh, that is how I intend to maintain my decorum this season. So thanks for having me. I Thank really you. hope you only join for four minutes and 13 seconds every <laughs> session. Oh, yeah. no, even, if he comes, even if he comes for four hours, it's going to be edited down to four minutes and 13 seconds of him talking. Big, yeah, big joke over the whole season. Only four minutes and 13 seconds of Jimmy oh, talking. It's in my rider. <laughs> well, it has been delightful getting started with you, gents. I've got a plane to catch. Oh, I know. God, he, he said it like that. He actually has one. Uh, <laughs> bye, Jimmy. Bye, Jimmy. Bye, Jimmy. Bye, Jimmy. Bye, Jimmy. Bye, Jimmy. Hey, guys. One, Jimmy two. Jimmy Post, this is where you put the play out music. <laughs> uh, let's clear the table a bit. Uh, Microscope is a game all about index cards. So Sure is. I got some index cards right here. I got some pens. If you all Ooh. got pens, I got plenty of pens. Um, Wait, are we writing on the index cards? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Ruining them. Oh my goodness. Um, I'm going to read this to you guys. The book does a really good job 
of kind of telling the players what to read out loud and what not to read out loud. And so I'm, I'm going to do exactly that. Cool. Microscope works differently than some of the role-playing games you might have played. So let's abandon some preconceptions. You won't have your own character. You won't play the game in chronological order. You may know all about the future, but be surprised by the past. You'll build the story from the outside in. You'll decide the big picture, the grand scheme of history, and then burrow down and carve out the details. It's fractal gaming. So think big. You have a massive chunk of history to play around in. So the first step is the big picture. First, brainstorm a simple overview of the history you want to play. If you were looking at a history book, this would be the one line that summarizes what happens, but leaves out all the details. It should be no more than a single sentence. Yeah. Um, answer the questions as minimally as possible. Don't brainstorm more than about the history and don't start fleshing out details. That will yes. come out during the play. Uh, what kind of nations are they? Do the people of these nations share the same culture? Are they even the same race? We're basically asking about Wild Sea itself right now. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. What is the force? Technology, a spreading religion, a burgeoning superheroes, thought Make police. Make If it is technology, what kind? Steam, gunpowder, industrialization, nanotech, warp gates, Atlantean alchemy, or the alphabet? I think that's all kind of wrapped up in Wild Sea itself. Yeah, that's what it says. I like that. I like that. I think with Wild Sea, a lot of the technology is put together with scrap. I don't think it's advanced at all. Yeah, it seems mostly salvaged. Yeah. Yeah. But it can be grandiose and very, like, salvageable like the fact that there are huge chainsaw ships traversing the wild sea i think is a like feat of wonder within itself absolutely yeah and it's not based in like we could not make that now like an like a a a a feasible giant chainsaw ship Mm -hmm. isn't like so there's a, a cool fun textural disproportion to like what energy could be created. It's like you feed this one pitcher plant like some leftover biodegradable material yeah. and it powers this ship that rips through trees right. yeah. for miles and miles and, and miles. If I'm wrong, but like fire's not really a thing that's allowed no. around anymore, Which, right? Not dealing with combustion anymore. Mm-hmm. I think there's something interesting about uh, the people going, all right, we have to... We can't experiment with this anymore. Potentially combustion-related stuff, like maybe, like I don't know. It's, is that something that will come out in the game? Like, is that something we're going to describe in microscope? I wonder. Um, probably not in this microscope okay. session, because I think talking about what you were saying earlier, like the how the race changed so much. Yeah, I think it's going to be really important that we play tonight. Because I definitely, I have not fleshed out a single thing Great. regarding this race and how it's shaped the world. <laughs> this is this is it. And so, hmm. sorry, I just wanted to clarify. Cause like, so, the thing with fire is it that like it just is almost non-existent, or it's like forbidden because of the damage it can do. It is forbidden. Okay, there is specifically a part in the north. It is referred to as the north. It is a giant smoke cloud. It is a part of Wild Sea that never, like a fire, never dies. So many years ago it started, and it now serves as a reminder that fire is bad for Wild Sea. But on certain ports, on certain, like, major cities, there are rooms that are dedicated to, like, smoking pipes, like, because there's still, like, the the uh, tobacco addiction, like, it's yeah. there. Yeah. And so sealed off iron rooms where you're only allowed to light up there and then. And they have, it's, like, chemical pipes, too, Yeah, that, like, are, like, similar to how, like, you know, you're on a chemical stove or something. So, and so it's there's, like... like like chemical flare guns also. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so they vape. <laughs> You're telling me Wild Seas vape days. Vaping is the only thing that's truly <laughs> survived it's, the verdict. It's, it's volt powered, but yeah, pretty we're, much same We're going to explore this. <laughs> we're gonna there are two things this. I know about Wild Sea. There's Ford F 150s <laughs> all over the place, and everybody's vaping. Yes. Such, yeah. There's, your I mean, lo- it, it, there's it, our log line. It's really. Wild Sea is essentially like uh, 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 University of Alabama. Oh, fuck. How? I'm not, I don't even want to talk no, about that. Oh, no, we'll, we're not going to set the bags. We, we, we will eventually get in. So that, that, that will be a crucial part of my character's backstory is the history of the Ford F-150. But I, 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 uh, I, uh, I do think an, an interesting thing is the process of outlawing fire within the context of the technology how far did technology get before they went 
oh, we got to stop setting stuff on fire. I also want to ask, as we're banking off of technology, um, because I know, you know, technology that's so advanced eventually looks like magic. Mm-hmm. Is any of the technology actually magic? The Ford F-150. <laughs> <laughs> there, it does but, talk about it in the book. Serious. Yeah. Um, specifically that there is no magic in okay. the game. It is resolved with, like, this spirituality. Arcanotics. And, like, the whispers. Like, that's... And the fact that, like, there are characters that are just, like, anchored ghosts. Yeah. Um, kind of says, like, there is there is this weird thing that is happening, but it's not magic. It's not it, like some god. It's... it's it, oh, sorry. Oh, no, no. I was just, so, it's, so it's not necessarily that it's like... There's not really magic, but there is a slightly mystical element to some thing. Yes. Something okay. seems like it would work, and then it does. Yeah. I like the idea of integrating that uh, concept as part of the race. Like, maybe these ghosts and sigils and stuff were kind of running rampant, or... I would just like to incorporate that in there as like a, a reason why the race exists. Kind of something we'll explore possibly mm-hmm. here. Okay. Um, I'm not exactly sure how, but yeah. I just really yeah. like the theme of that giant mystical element and somehow the race is like tied into that. Gotcha. Absolutely. We're going to explore the table. Let's wrap up this first half. <laughs> Sorry. <Yes. laughs> You're asking all the right questions and I love All that. the wrong times. <laughs> um, let me, let Jimmy, me... can you put all this, Jim, can you put all this back together? Just kind of, yeah, Jimmy, come on, please. Come on, Jimmy, please. Come on. Jimmy, Jimmy, please just really make us make sense. Jimmy, Jimmy, please, I need you on my side here. Jimmy, Jimmy, please. I really <laughs> He's need actually you on not going to hear any of this because no. this is what his brain sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> please, I think Jimmy. the best title line <laughs> for this game will be what the Wild Sea is and how the race changed it all. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Cool. Moving on. <laughs> now we can start now asking start. the hard-hitting questions. People with ADHD. I, I just might. <laughs> step two. To fair, can, we're at step two. Okay. <laughs> we haven't even started. History will be divided into periods. Each period is a very large chunk of time, probably decades or centuries. Describe how your history begins and ends. Uh, these are your starting and ending periods, the bookends of your history. Um, I think the best starting period would be when the race starts. Like yeah. the start of the first race. Okay. Um, and that, we're not naming a time, we're not naming how long the race has been around. So this can be as early as in like the development of like the early years of the Wild Sea or like as maybe five years before we're getting out. We do not have to set a time at all. So I like that as like a subtitle. The race begins, quote, and they're off. What do we think will be light or dark? Is this a good thing or a bad thing? Is it tragic or is it happy? When, like what, around when it began? I kind of for this period. Well, I kind of picture in my head it began in a dark period, and part of it was to kind of. Yeah, I think so. Like, I think it began in one way or another, rejuvenate the world, whether that was from a greedy sense or this is something that genuinely brought hope back, like the space race. Yeah, yeah. The the where we're going to be ending our history, what is going to be the beginning of our campaign? In my mind, I think that just makes sense. So, what do we want to call that in this history of ours? The final race. Race. <laughs> Final race. Well, because you said this has been going. This is like the fifteenth. We don't know. So, or you, we don't okay, know. we don't know. Okay. It, it could be whatever number. I, the final one. <laughs> I really like that. I really like. I can't well, we fight know, that. We don't know how it happens in the story, but it's the last it's one. The last race. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Somebody second to somebody last. fight this. <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm about to write it. The the race that took out the sun. <laughs> that's that's yeah. even worse. Actually, actually, I'm 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 more I'm more okay with the race that took out the sun than the last race because I don't want I don't want the six to be um, whether or not another race happens. Even though 
Uh, how about uh, other radio other radio ideas? Other fire. rapid fire ideas. What about the most like today? To the race that starts today. The uh, how, how about just that? Just make it very general, so it's not that. Don't give me that look. <laughs> Don't give me that look. The race that starts today. The current. Comma, the final the, race. The current. <laughs> the current <laughs> race. The one that's going uh, on. The Our. One, the race. the race we will win. No. Is the, this going to be the final race? The race takes a turn. <laughs> no, no, no. We, we, we don't have to commit to anything. Is this going to be the final I, race? That, that we is don't forcing know. narrative upon you that if you don't want, you don't have hey, to have. Hey, listen. I, I'm not playing this again. <laughs> the this final could be the race. final race. I, I can tell you right now, I don't know if it was originally going to be the final race, but given that this is the group we have, <laughs> this is, is going to be the final race. The race that found uh, God. God. Sure. I'm just writing the final race. The race that haunted the moon. <laughs> <laughs> the race that reignited war. The race that reignited fire. The, the race that... The final race. Okay. The final race. The final race. Is this light or is it dark? It's light. so dark. It's dark. Oh, it's so light. It's, it's the end of the I, race. I think it's... The end it's of this so... entertainment that's kept us going all these years. I think it's great. I think it's like a... a, a release we don't need it anymore or something like that i don't know yeah i think it's gonna be light for us i would like for the characters to think this is the final race this is this line of history is the day that we take off okay so the the methodology is this is the celebratory Final, Final race. Guys, we did it. We've gotten to a point. We've advanced society. We have solved all our goals. This yada, is our yada. town. Yeah. Okay. okay. And and where it goes from that point of light is where we go after. I will put I'll push back a little bit. Yeah. I think this has to be a not just from our perspective, it yeah. has to be a global perspective. Yeah. So I think I think the final race is good. I think it's going to be a good thing. Okay. I, but I think, I think it, that's the mindset that everyone has is that this is going to be the race to end all races. I think, yeah. we, I think we go fr fruitation right before the, the degradation. I think we are at the... the we, we're we're going to be starting, the ones that bring it down. We're starting right at a point. Right. Yeah, like, like, fall, like fall, of, fall of the Roman Empire kind of thing. All it's right. like we, we're starting right here you guys at, are... the, at the final race and then whatever happens after... Oh, metagame. I like this. Yeah. You're, you're setting up, we're starting light, but as we play, we're going to enter a dark yeah, era. It yeah, might not be us All that right. does it. <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's me. It's Joe. It's your friendly DM. It's the guy who, you know, you know, he's just around. He's rolling dice. He's always there. He's always got those really cool dice that make the really good sounds. Like, there's some dice out there that don't make the good sounds. You know what I mean. Thank you so much for listening. We had an absolute blast playing Microscope. You'll notice in the next section, we're actually missing part three of this game. And that is because we are not including it in this episode. It didn't really fit the vibe. Part three of Microscope is just establishing what we're not talking about and what we are talking about as we play the game. If you do want to listen to it, though, if you can't get enough of your favorite boys laughing and giggling at silly rules, then you can head over to our Patreon and you can unlock this tier to listen to all the parts of the episode that got cut out. We did the introduction at least five times and you get to hear at least one iteration of that um, and also a lot of other little bits as well. You'll notice that as we start releasing more and more episodes, there will be content like this that will be held in the archives or left on the cutting room floor that I will be releasing on Patreon. It's nothing substantial. You're not missing anything. I'm never going to cut something that's absolutely crucial to the story or to the plot or to your understanding. But if you want a little bit more of us, it's always there. So you can support us, unlock it for yourself, and listen to it to your heart's content on limited downloads. Just a little bit more for you. Just a little bit more content. Again, thank you so much for listening. Let's get back to it. Actually, actually, that that's can you can you write down the whispers that you give us? What? Can you write down the whispers? Down with the sickness. I it needs to be a whisper. <laughs>
out of my head. <laughs> Empty thoughts. Get out of my head. And into, and my, into my car. Step four. Get out of my car. Group decisions are now over. For the rest of the game, each player makes decisions individually and has vast power over the shape of history. Each player now gets to add more detail to the history, creating either a new period or event. Players can go in any order they want. One, we declare the focus. The lens declares, okay, excuse me, decide which player should start. That player becomes the first lens. If someone is teaching the game, they should be the first lens. Suck it. Uh, <laughs> uh, declare the focus. The lens declares the current focus of the game, the part of history you're going to explore right now. And then, two, they make a history. Each player takes a turn creating either a period, event, or a scene, which we'll get into. I'm going to take this one step at a time. And the first focus is going to be the winners of the race. So during this round, all of us are going to be focusing on the winners of the race as we create history to this world. So I will create the first one and I will create a period of the disbelief. This is going to be the era of disbelief where the first winners of the race, they did not believe that the promise of the race was true, that you can have any wish that you want. And then they did. And the whole world, like, finally just kind of like, holy fuck, they're not lying? And so this is when this bad era becomes light. And suddenly there's this newfound hope that the race can answer, like, your midday prayers. Yeah. So that's going to be this period, the period of disbelief. And so I'm going to do that. I'm going to give it a big circle. It's going to be light um, and a brief description. The wish comes true. And I'm going to put that right here in the middle because there's nothing left. And then I'm going to nestle this with a event. An event is going to be horizontal. You've noticed that all the periods so far have been tall. This one's going to be long. Squat. Squat. Defense mode. Defense mode, yes. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm going to say Captain Finn of the Cobra Vessel has his wife return from death. And they live happily ever after until they both die together. That's no. going to be the event. That's the okay. first wish that came true. And it's going to be a very light <laughs> event. They live. He never enters the race again after this. This yeah, is his first and Because he time. died. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think they live a long and happy life. But, but the year he was going to enter again, he died. <laughs> and so now I'm going to place this right underneath there. So now, Dylan, it's your turn. Okay. Yeah, now you can choose to do a period. You can choose to do an event. You can even choose to do a scene, which is further exploring an event. Like playing at a... If anybody's going to do a scene, ask me and I'll explain it then. Yeah, yeah, fair, fair, fair. Okay. So it... Just, just as a reminder, I can either make a new period devoted to this, yes. or okay, or I can expand somewhere in the middle here. Yeah, right. I would like to make the event the cult of Captain Finnegan and his wife is formed. Oh, <laughs> people who start like I don't think it fully has set in that like maybe the race or like what whatever caused this wish to come true. Yeah hasn't fully been discussed. Captain Finnegan being the winner and his wife being brought back from the dead was the thing discussed. How? Nobody knows. Gotcha. So I think people are like kind of developing maybe like uh, rumors arise, you know, gotcha. of, of maybe something he did on the race or they found technology exploring Ex a, a, other possibilities other right. than the, the majesty of, of a of, uh, I would like to develop language for the people who hold the race. We we have to make. I would. I know that's what I'm saying. That <laughs> that would be something that would be help. That will be helpful. Yeah. Sooner rather than than eventually. Gotcha. We'll get there. Yeah. For now, they're just the man. Yeah. Unless you, as final say. No. So the thing about making history is that. You don't contradict what's already been said. Make sure that it adds or relates to the current focus. Don't use anything from the no-column palette. Otherwise, you have complete control. We cannot fight you. We cannot give suggestions. And we're doing one of each, right? Not just one, but hmm? everyone's doing one of each. Um, because I started, I got to do two. Got it. I nestled, but everyone else just gets to do one. 
Um, but yeah, you have complete say over what happens. Um, also, make sure to include the outcome, not just the start. Sure. Um, I would say the outcome generates more hype for the race. People start bringing a mysticism to the race. Gotcha. That like may because in, in my head I imagine the first race, Captain Finnegan winning the first race. Mm-hmm. It's probably pretty chill. Yeah. Like because no, there's, there's disbelief. So probably people are driving around like, have you found anything? No, there's, found there's anything. a local yeah. festival kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty wild. chill. You know, it's, it's like a bunch of people who like maybe even kind of know each other gotcha. like in the first race, and then it's not till like race two, race three, when word of mouth starts gotcha. going around that it starts to become the race. Well, we'll see about that. Well, yeah, gotcha. yeah, fair. But so, I, what's the ending of this event? Um, hype for the race. Hype for the race. Perfect. I love that. And then is this a light? Is this a dark thing? Is this a good thing? Is it a good cult? Is it a bad cult? What kind of cult is this? Are you a good cult or a bad cult? I'm a good cult, sir. (laughs) The fuck you are. (laughs) Would you like some cookies? I'm a good cult. You've chosen light. Yeah. And that's going to go after Finnegan. So we're going to separate that just a little bit. And because the reason why I chose light is because I believe Captain Finnegan's uh winnings his reward is earnest and genuine and it it is you know to want a loved one to come back from the dead is an inspiring thing and so people i think maybe these first uh, i'm getting ahead of myself again talking about i like that i love that that's already that's already so cool all right well you're up okay so i think i'm gonna make a period and i think it's gonna be the lost years the Lost Years. Which is a 75-year span where no one wins the race. Okay. With making periods, you can't... Determine how long it is? Got yeah. It. A, but a, a span? A span of years. A span of years. Where no one wins. Like, and then say whether it is light or dark. It's dark. Okay. It's going to be a time frame where no one wins. No one wins for a very long time. Um, also, when you're creating stuff, we can't add a whole lot, but we can also... Ask for clarification. I so, love that. So when you say no one wins, what's like, is, is it just that no single team wins the race? No single team? Nobody so wins the no race. no one at all? No one wins the race. Okay. So, it, but is that because, like, they just don't finish or, like... The Wild Sea got difficult or... Yeah. Yeah. Or the big Leviathan Dave took out every ship. Fucking Dave, Dave the Leviathan. He started He started just showing up at the starting line... Because <laughs> there would hungry. always be, yeah, hungry. <laughs> it's just like a golden corral. Okay, so thinking of doing an event. You're doing an event. Doing, okay. uh, yeah, an event during um, the Lost Years. Okay. In the first, like the first race that compiles the Lost Years, um, the event is the ship, the Passing Fancy, comes to port with none of its crew aboard. Oh, I hate that. Slash love it, but I hate that. That's terrifying. And and it's the it's, it arrives. It it, it, it arrives with none of its crew. And evidence that something happened. Not sure what that something is. What's the outcome of this event? The outcome. No one wins. The out the outcome of this event is, it's the first time people start getting worried. There may uh, there may be foul play beginning in the races because of so is this the first lost race is that what you're saying yes or? this is the okay. first this is the first like lost race with no winners where something truly bad happened that got people worried how about not necessarily that it came to but the passing fancy is the only ship that finished the race that year but there was all the crew was gone gotcha. by the so, time it finished so it's it actually crossed the finish yeah line. it's the only ship that crossed the finish line but no one won so people it started to become worried about maybe interference happening in the race. So it was the only ship to pull in the sh- in, back into port, but there was no crew, and no other ships arrived back. No other ships arrived. And no word was ever heard, and so there was declared no winner of the race was over. Yeah. Okay. And I guess the outcome of this was it was the first race not to have a winner and marred. Gotcha. So. That's really good. Oh, I'm going to write so many things about that. 
right. I'm gonna write this. You can go ahead and do that while because yeah. this might take me a second. Okay. I love that. Um, I'm gonna make this a period instead of a, an event. Okay. Um, because it's over the course of a few years. Where's it gonna go? Um, it's gonna go in between the period of yeah disbelief and and the lost years. Gotcha. I I kind of want to call it uh, mountains moved and a cannon to the moon. People started wishing for more and more stuff, like for spits to be tied together, like like those old um, uh, Pacific Islander ships. Yeah. That, uh, like to so to better uh, have the wild sea. People started asking for lands to be taken over. One person asked to be launched into the sky. And all of them... You're describing events. The period is... People started getting fucking wild with their requests. Wishes start becoming out of... Getting out of hand. Wishes start getting out of hand. And it, what, the thing that it does is, though, it, it spurs the people of the Wild Sea to have to interfere. Okay. So people who compete in the race are seen as, like bad guys well potentially it's yeah. like it's it's like you're running for president it's right. like it's like all right i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna maybe hate you like there's like un until something calms the fuck down which has become right. political or just about every yeah it, it, is, it becomes about is, the person yeah right whether or not everybody wants to help you neat neat i like that what's the period called again mountains moved and a cannon to the moon. And a cannon to the moon. I fucking <laughs> love that. <laughs> okay. For mine, my last one, Lens gets to start and Lens gets to end. I'm going to do a, a scene to kind of give an example of how a scene works because we have to. And I really want to explore your cult. So we're going to go back to your event, which is the cult of the Captain Finnegan and his bride, and it's hype for the race. Um, so how a scene works, it's actually role-playing. So everybody at the table is going to improvise a little bit in role-play. But there are some, some rules that go with it. All the players join in and role-play to determine what happens. You give up absolute control, but in return you get to decide what everyone is going to role-play about, turning everyone's attention to the part of the history that interests you. To create a scene, you first pose a question, something you want to find out about the history. The goal of the scene is to decide the answer to that question. So my question is specifically for the cult of Finnegan and his bride, did Finnegan ever tell anybody that his wife came back because of a wish? I want to know if it was ever said, if it was ever explicitly said, or if it was strictly rumored. Because that that be it'd be really interesting either way, right? Do we want to answer that before the scene or no, in the scene? No, we answer in the scene. Got it. Everything yeah. in the scene answers there. Captain, is your wife back? <laughs> I'm gonna believe this. Remember <laughs> <laughs> that race song was in. When does the scene happen? Decide when the event of the scene is. It. This is gonna be his deathbed. His deathbed. This is gonna be Captain Finnegan's deathbed. Love it. Um, uh, we know that Captain Finnegan was the first winner. We know that he created a cult with his wife based on the fact that... We don't know that he created it. We just know that it was created. We just know that it exists. This is, yes. this is true. A cult is created because his wife came back from the dead. Uh, where, why, what just happened, what's next? Describe where the scene is physically. I think it's just going to be like in his home on some like anchored like piece of land. And this adobe, like, built hut, and he's just dying in his bed. But there's all of his disciples are around him, just like asking him questions before he goes. And the hospice nurse. And, <laughs> and the hospice yeah, nurse. I really wanted it to be between two hospice nurses. <laughs> <laughs> I think choose the characters, require and ban characters. Player making the scene may specifically one or two characters must, someone must play in the scene. That player can also name one or two characters, and no one can play in the scene. I say the two essential roles are going to be Captain Finnegan and his wife. Those are the two essentials. Um, I don't want any of his crew to be there, nor do I want any other of his family. I think it's just those two and whoever else. Each player picks a character to play in the scene. The person to the right of the player making the scene picks first, and then continues around to the right opposite direction of normal play. The player making the scene picks last. All required characters must be played. Um, so if you're the last two players to pick, you may be forced to choose a required character if they haven't already been taken. Your goal is to answer the question. You gotta remember that. The goal is to answer the question. We can dick around, but we need to answer that question. 
We would never uh, interrupt. Never. Get the wrong crew. And, and again, the question for this particular scene is, did anyone ever know that she was brought back because of a wish? Did Captain Finkin ever, ever reveal the truth of the wish? Okay. Um, and then, once we pick our characters, we reveal our thoughts. In the same fashion, each player states one thing the character is thinking about the upcoming scene. Start to the right of the player, making the scene continue to the right. Your thought could reveal what your character is going to do or highlight what your character expects to happen. Revealed thoughts are a powerful tool for influencing the scene. They let you give the other players hints about what you want to go with the scene to go. So Finnegan and his wife need to be played. None of his crew and what was the other one? Children. None of his children. None of his family. You get to choose who you're going to be played first. I'll play his wife. you play the wife. I'll be Finnegan. You're going to be Finnegan. All right. What are oh, we shit. doing, boys? Uh, I'm going to be the hospice nurse. You're going to be the hospice nurse? <laughs> uh... I want to be a second place captain. Second place captain. <laughs> oh, interesting. Oh, I like okay. that. And I think I'll be uh, a neighbor. A neighbor just on the island who's known Finn all his life. So what are your thoughts going into the scene? You can't directly answer the question. What are your thoughts at the front of your mind? Your character's thoughts? Um... My husband's dying, and he and he found me during that last race, and then he wished for this, or and and then he uh, yeah he he asked them for this uh, this great house that we live in now. <laughs> what are you thinking? I'm thinking, I've lived a good life, I've lived I've had everything I want, but I just want more time, just a second more. Ooh. What are you thinking? Uh, I'm thinking I'm gonna have to find another job soon. <laughs> Um, <laughs> what are you thinking? I'm still stunned from the events that haunt me of not winning. How long has it been since the race? <laughs> Three days. We don't know. We're going to establish <laughs> it. We're going to establish it. Nobody said that we're playing time. We don't know. Um, and then I would be playing, oh, what's going on over there? Tell <laughs> <laughs> me my thought. All right. I think we've set the stage. Let us start. So we're in his home, he's in his bed. Where's everybody at? What is... I'm in my bed. I'm, I'm like, uh, up, up against the bed, like, wait, it's like a, one of those big, cushy, um, like, sort of, uh, not velvet tone, but like one of the, the little um, post beds. Gotcha. Where it's like, where it's just like, it looks like a mob boss dying in his bed. It's, it's like, it's, this is not... It's nice. Yeah, it's, it's, but it's not a hospital. Okay. Like, he should be upright. He gotcha. should have more pillows. Um, but I'm just like uh, in, in one of those fancy uh, chairs, like just holding his hand and being way too close and kind of making it difficult for you to actually do your job. Because I'm just like, but, but Billiam. William Finnegan. Billiam Finnegan. I've done you all my life. You've saved it twice. Once when you married me. The second time when you found me on that... that that horrible, horrible spit and infested with all those terrible flies. They just kept gnawing at my at my my body. But now the wounds have finally healed and my eyes can open. And I, I'm just so happy to be alive and, and with you again. So happy to have you alive again. Oh, you're cold. Let me go fetch some water. No, no. Let me. She leaves anyway to fetch because she really needs to feel like she's doing something important. I start mopping up his, like, sweat. Yeah. I want to thank you for bringing me to Finnegan's house, sir. Who, who are you again? <laughs> I was, you gave me five dollars and I didn't ask quite a, but give me this. Give me this one thing before I send you to my neighbor's house. <laughs> the name's Captain McCain. Okay, bye. <laughs> So wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> Go he's, back. he's coming up, but what? Oh, he, he runs back. Yeah, what's up? I just want to confirm a couple of things because I've heard a bunch of rumors going around the town. Is it true that Finnegan's wife really has never aged a day since she came back? When you say Finnegan, I think he drops on his knees and goes. <sighs> <laughs> For those of you without uh, oh, sight. They <laughs> Joe clapped his hands twice, raised his hands in the air as a jazz hand. And then he gets back home and says, yeah, I know about him. <laughs> is, is it true what they say about um, him and his wife? 
He's but, dying. Uh, yes. Yes, but As, that's what they're saying. He's dying. Yes, I'm asking about his wife. What? Yeah, she's beautiful, and, and she's not aged a day. Well, now that you mention it, yeah, it's... it hasn't aged. Haven't really thought about it like that. But yeah, it is like she's never aged a single day ever since he won the race. But nobody's really ever talked about it. Interesting. Well, uh, good sir. Do you know Finnegan well? Would he be happy to see you if you would? That's quite a thing. Do you indeed. want me to let him? Do you want to come into the house? I do want to see him before he dies. Now that we're bringing this up. I don't think he'll mind if we just walk in. After you then. Okay. I'm in the front hall. I say, hi, I'm... I'm Captain Finnegan's wife. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Finnegan's wife. <sighs> oh, what a thing. Uh, <laughs> we just started doing that. <laughs> oh, uh, ju- uh, just started how recently? Uh, we can't tell you. The boys and I have decided to keep it a secret. Uh, oh, okay. You I'm just fetching some water from, from downstairs. I'll, I'll be right back. Can we see the great almighty Finnegan? He's upstairs. Uh, while, while all this is going on, as, as I'm having the sweat mop from my head, I'm just kind of, I can make out the shape of a female next to me. The shape of someone I love, my wife. Yep. Whether it is or not, I'm too delirious to truly... I see you. My sweet Altadine. My sweet Altadine. Altadine. Okay, oh, we're writing yes. that down. Yeah. What, what is it, then? Maybe. They brought you back to me once, maybe. Maybe they can help me. Who brought me back to you? I just need to win again. I just need to win again. The race? I just need to win again. And they'll do it by wish. My wish to be with you, they'll do it. They granted it once, they'll do it again. I think that's a good place to stop. We answer the question. Uh, He did. He told the hospice nurse. And she ran in the next race. We don't know that! Oh god, never mind! Give it to yourself! Also, Shush. Don't you regret not saying no dairy? We have Altadina in this now, and that is full dairy! No, oh, first <laughs> off, why is my sweet Altadina, why does it sound like a, a sexy thing you would say to somebody? And it's not. <laughs> it is. It's about to be. I mean, yeah. So You know what? She, in this world, maybe it is like a... Know? We don't know. These are, know. These, there were so many questions that were just raised in this scene. I know, that's what I'm saying. And I'm writing them all down right now, so... I just needed to make sure she wasn't in the room when yeah. it happened. Just, did Captain Finnegan re- ever reveal the truth of the wish? Yes. He mistakenly told the hospice nurse. And so now I'm going to write all the extra details that we just established in the scene, which was the second captain was there. The, the neighbors had inspired a cult, which is this... Altadina not only doesn't age, but found out early on in the cult's forming that it exists. Yes. And and only moments before she found out her husband died. Exactly. And yeah, there were so many answers and so many questions just to raise in the scene. And this is going to go under it. So let me finish writing this out and then we can do the legacy. Actually, let's do the legacy. So you get to make the first legacy. Oh. A legacy is... Um, are common threads that may stretch throughout time and influence history. A legacy can take many forms, an object, a person, a place, a bloodline, an organization, or even a philosophical idea. You make legacies to identify things you think are interesting and want to keep in the spotlight. So to choose a new legacy, the player to the right of the lens looks back over what happened during the focus and picks something to be the legacy. It has to be something that appeared in play this round, either for the first time or reappearing from earlier in the game. And then to explore it, uh, the player picks a legacy, makes an event, or a dedicated scene about it. No period, no played scene. Uh, it does not have to be the legacy. They just create it, but in your case, it will be. Um, and when it's done, the legacy fades, ends, and the next player becomes a new lens. So, what are you going to choose? Um, oh gosh. I want to know what frightened sailors think the answer to this question is. Was Altadine the first and last anchor created by a race's wish? This is a conversation between, uh, amongst uh, two, at least two, of the Passing Fancy's last crew members. What is the philosophical debate of Resurrection? This is our Rosencrantz and Guildenstern argument. Yes, very much so. So set the scene. What's going on? We are on board the Passing Fancy. Mm. We are... In the, um, we're in the engine room. A 
partially spectral tentacle is working its way through the less dense pieces of wood around the hull as it tries to phase its way through. Um, Who's there? There's... Uh, at least. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking get <laughs> Me, myself, and I. Yeah, it's all me. I'm playing every character. It's one guy talking... It's, it's Dylan talking to himself. It's an older, older uh, uh, gal... Mushroom person. Sailor who's been on this ship for for maybe 15 years. Okay. Um, a, a younger sailor... Who's not there? The captain of the passing fancy. It's not there. Um, and Altadina's not there. Altadina is not there. Excellent. Yeah. Who are you playing, Sam? I'm the scared cabin boy crying in the corner. All I know is people are disappearing faster than I can count my fingers. Gotcha. And I don't know what's happening. Who are you playing, Will? Uh, I am playing the cook. Okay. Who is slowly starting to believe we should walk into the tentacle. Okay. Who who are the two players again that had to be there? The guy. Uh, there, and... There's one one like elderly gal. Yeah. And and the, and, and the cabin boy. Cabin boy, gotcha. Who you gonna play? Time. So what's gonna be time? Time has to take on a specific event. Time or is the tentacle. Time is the tentacle. Time, time is a tentacle. Love that. <laughs> love that dude. Can we we gotta we gotta find an event or period to name time as a tentacle? <laughs> oh, time as a tentacle. I'm gonna put that down. Time, as a, it's time as a tentacle. And we'll just keep it around. It's gonna be the um, name of our ship. Time, time as a tentacle. tentacle. I think I am going to play. Fuck. The shitty part of my brain really wants to play the neighbor. <laughs> you you gotta be the old guy. You can be the old guy. It's oh, gonna be one of us. <laughs> I think I'll be the old gal. I'm gonna be the old gal. Okay, okay. You can play the. Who's neighbor. to say? Who's to say the old gal wasn't the neighbor in his younger days? This is true. All right. So who are you gonna play? Uh, I'm. I'm gonna play. Um, uh, I'm gonna play a a guy who is finding out that he doesn't have a lower half of his body. Excellent. I love it. <laughs> so Sam, what's on your head? What's on your mind? Out. What's on my mind? Yeah. They're go- I blinked and they're gone. They're gone. They blinked and they're gone. They're gone. I blinked and they're gone. They're gone. Excellent. What is on your mind? It looks so peaceful when the captain did it. <laughs> Whoa. <man. laughs> Time, what's on your mind? Uh, let, let, let's do consume. Consume. Excellent. I think <laughs> on my mind is this is all my fault. This is all my fault. And what's on your mind? <laughs> where are my legs my legs are gone my, where are my legs, my legs? <laughs> no, I, I'm sure glad I made it in from outside <laughs> excellent alright um, whenever you want to start the scene you start it I start it? Mm-hmm. describe how it starts and then we'll kind of join you in okay alright everyone's uh, in the engine room trying to figure out what to feed into the pitcher plant engine because it only takes organic fuel and they seem to have overdriven the engine. Um, everything is dark and shaky. They've started pouring out the lamp fuel because it's organic and it'll, and it'll keep the, the ship running faster. They've pushed everything. Everything is shaking and dark and only the holes in the slats uh, of the side of the hull are showing any light and those are slowly being covered up by shadow. That's... I think it's time we start drawing straws. We gotta feed one of us to the plant. She was there a second ago. I think she was gonna have the I vote that one. The small one. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> you completely cut out. <laughs> Turn your head. <laughs> And then scream. <laughs> Not into the microphone. This is how you do sound. I yeah, can't how are your ears? How are your ears? They cut out. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> we That's not on you. <laughs> sorry, sorry for those for those for those listening at home. This is coming from the uh, the man who is suddenly finding out that he has no legs. Uh, <laughs> Excellent. I love it. <laughs> Did we get it? Okay, good. Jimmy, can you score that? <laughs> uh, you're next. The boy first. <laughs> you feel 
as the back half starts to sink and everybody starts sliding along the engine floor, making it a sort of now to crawl towards the fuel, the, the fuel intake. I, I keep my, I hold on to the engine. I have a certain spot and I grab the boy just before like we slide away. And I whisper to the boy, we'll wish you back boy. We'll wish you back. And I throw him in. <laughs> The engine does nothing. It spits up, it coughs, and it like ignites, but it doesn't do anything to help our situation. We just start sinking faster. Remember <laughs> like, the ship makes it to port. It's carried. Oh, I hate this. Actually, I might end the scene there. It's carried. All right. Did we discuss the lady at all? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Did we answer the question? Yeah, kind of. What is... You, you said yes. Well, what's your back, boy? Yeah, well, yeah. what's your back? He, he, he got there. Okay. And you know what? We fucking got there. <laughs> and I was like, I feel good about that. I think you did a fantastic job, Will. <laughs> actually, actually, the, but calling, calling it with the, the ship making it back to port was actually perfect because that was the one thing that we, I was like, I was like, huh? Huh? And then it was perfect. Uh, so that's actually it solved 100% of the things so they so people do still believe I think I think uh, she is not the last person to be wished back that it's possible to continue wishing people yeah. back um, so answer the question what the answer was no she wasn't um, and then I'll write all the details that came up so the fact that the ship was carried back the tentacles um, kind of the details of this of the scene that we can kind of continue to explore as we move along. Things that were never, like questions that were unanswered. And that will be that. So we're gonna hold on to this. This is gonna be part of our legacy. The cult of Altadina. And that is gonna go into the event under here. That is wonderful. And this was all under the lens of the winners of the race. When we start back again, Dylan, you're gonna create a new lens and we're gonna answer a whole bunch more questions. Oh boy. Thank you so much for listening to episode one of our Wild Sea Adventure, A Storm of Whispers. I want to thank all the guys in the episode. A special thank you to Jimmy for all the amazing music. If you'd like to check them out, you can find all their links in the bio below. I want to say thank you to Ben Robbins for giving us permission to use Microscope. You can download the rules for yourself at lamemage.com. Also, if you'd like to support us further, you can support us directly on Patreon, or you can follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok. All the links are in the description below. Also, check out our website at roleplaygamepod.com. Again, that's roleplaygamepod.com. Thank you for listening.